Hi everyone, my name is Aisa and you're tuning in to Season 2 of Speaking Snacks where we chronicle easy speaking tips in bite-sized digestible portions in order to help listeners better verbalize themselves and their stories. And today, we are going to be learning on verbal visualization. How to visualize your words for the audience to best receive, understand, and feel your message. Seek to Speak Unlike reading something, speech is very, very fleeting. So it's very important for you to use the right words because you're only going to be saying it once and the impact needs to be lasting on your audience. So one way to do it is to ensure that you verbally visualize your story or your message or your point. Now, this can be done in three very simple ways. The first way is through a word picture. A word picture works best when you are telling a story or retelling an anecdote. So so this is when you create a word picture in the mind of the audience and this can be done by engaging in the audience's five senses which are sight, touch, sound, smell and taste. So make sure that whenever you're telling a story, you need to tell it in a way that your listeners are also able to see what you see, feel what you touch, hear what you're listening, smell what you're smelling and taste whatever you're eating. So during our recent Women With Words Speaking Club meeting, I used the example of solo traveling to show how you can verbally visualize the concepts that you want to explain. So instead of just saying that I want to solo travel to Paris, 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 <laughs> instead you can say it this way. I want to be able to see the Eiffel Tower in all its majesty, taste the delicious sweetness of French crepes, hear the sweet music of buskers on the street, and feel the wind in my hair as I ride my bike across the beautiful city. I want to solo travel in France because this is the independence I crave. So the team for the meeting was independence, and I was talking about how I would like to solo travel. So instead of just telling them the experience that you want you can show them what that experience can mean to you and if you do it very well the audience will be transported into the world that you have built in your head and that's when you know you've truly created a an amazing word picture that is absolutely memorable and is something that they will remember even when you finish speaking the second verbal visualization trick is a lot easier and it doesn't require you to transport your audience to the world that you're building in your head. Instead, it uses the idea of creative comparison in order to enhance understanding in the mind of the listeners. And you do this through an analogy. So analogy is similar to a simile or a metaphor where you compare your experience or circumstances using examples that may be more familiar to the audience in order for them to better feel or relate to you and it doesn't just stop as simile or metaphor which is just a type of figure of speech where you compare like one thing with another like she is as free as a bird or she is hellfire but analogies are even better because it's kind of like an elongated argument or an extended metaphor or simile so let's go back to the solo traveling example so if I want to describe what solo traveling means to me, I want to compare it to a good book. So I would say solo traveling is like picking up a good book. You get to travel to distant worlds at your own pace whenever you feel like it. You are not beholden to the plans and views of others. And once you are done reading the book, you find that you were changed while everything around you remains the same. 
wouldn't that be nice to do? So maybe a lot of people cannot relate to my feeling of wanting to solo travel, but when I compare it to picking up a good book, maybe they'll understand my motivations as well as what it means to be transported to another world when you pick up a really, really good book. While I didn't engage in any of their five senses, just having that comparison and explaining that comparison and packaging that comparison in a nice as well as informative persuasive way just makes it a lot more palatable as well as receptive for the audience. The third way to verbally visualize is actually using emotive language. So a lot of the times we're using examples as well as anecdotes from our own experiences, mostly because we want the audience to relate to us. That's why we use creative comparisons. That's why we storytell. But in order for your story to really have impact is if you amped up the relatability by using emotive language. Because when the audience emotionally relate to your experience, they are actually rooting for you. In fact, it's not really rational as well as logic that makes people call up to arms or do something about a cause, but rather the emotions that moves them. That's why when it comes to speeches, when it comes to politicians, they always end their speech with a call to action. And they do this by tapping into a very, very deep well of emotion. And one of those very basic, there are six basic types of emotions that is kind of universal and they're happiness, sadness, disgust, fear, surprise, and anger. So if you're able to tap into any one of these emotions, it's a lot easier for the audience to buy into your idea because they're actually moved by it, not just logically persuaded. So think about the universal emotions most commonly associated with your experience. So for example, if you've just got out of a very bad relationship, I'm sure a lot of other people have gone through the same thing and they've gone through or they have felt similar emotions like you are feeling right now so don't be afraid to use those sort of emotions to tell that story how you felt it after all in the english language there are more than 400 words assigned to emotions as well as sentiments so you're basically spoiled for choice and what's really great about emotions and why they work so well is because of such a thing called emotional contagion. You know when you sneeze or sort of laugh or yawn and it feels like it's infectious, when one person yawns, you feel tired as well. It's the same with emotions. If you're able to change a person's mind through the emotions that you instigate in your speech, the chances are those same emotions will be felt by the persons around that audience member and it can spread like wildfire. That's why emotions are so powerful in a speech. So if we go back to the solo traveling example, what I want to do when I explain why I want to solo travel because it's like the height of independence, I want to tap into a very strong emotion of fear as well as anger because unfortunately, not all emotions have equal weight. You are more likely to be spurred to action through negative emotions than you are from positive emotions. So understanding that, this is how I will explain and why solo traveling is important. So, being a woman means I am often wary of my surroundings and fearful of any danger. I'm constantly aware of what I'm doing, how I dress, and where I'm going. 
This lack of control makes me anxious, upset, and even angry. I want to be able to do what I want, go where I please, wearing whatever I want. I dream of traveling solo because that's what freedom and independence look like to me. While it's not exactly the most emotional experience or explanation, what I really wanted to prove with that is that simple lines or sentences can pack a big punch when it comes to the kind of narrative as well as emotions you want to show in your speech by just adding sentiment like how are you feeling anxious i fear i feel fearful i feel angry i feel upset just saying these things sort of like and it's also sparked something in you when you say these words you feel like you naturally emote those feelings as well so it doesn't matter if the story is not super sad or super emotional just packing in a few emotive words or sentiments can make a huge difference with your speech so these are the three very simple way in order to verbally visualize in your speech the first is by creating word pictures the second is by including creative comparisons by the use of analogies and lastly is by ensuring that you use emotive language whenever you speak and that's basically it. And this concludes the first episode of Season 2 Speaking Snacks series. If there's any other tip that you want me to share within this series, please let me know at hellosinktospeak at gmail.com. And if you ever want to use the skills that you learn in this series, please join Seek to Speak's Women with Words female speaking club so if you are a malaysian woman or girl and you want a safe and supportive community in order for you to share your views and as well as deliver speeches in a safe space please sign up to my female speaking club it is a group on facebook we're there and we meet every bi-weekly and our next meeting is happening on the 16th of january which is a saturday at 3 p.m so i hope i'll see you there bye seek to speak mm-hmm.